0: Hello there friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to open the program today with something a little different, not your usual Shellac Stack record, but one I enjoy quite a bit. This is Lester Flat, Earl Scruggs, and the Foggy Mountain Boys, a recording they made in August of 1953. The tune is called, I'd Rather Be Alone.
1: I'd rather be alone and have a dream of me And have you say you're sorry that we are alone
2: Alone, and have you dream of the only Than to be in your heart But never in your heart I just received your letter And you asked me to
3: Say you're sorry that you went away. This is an old old story, I've heard it all before. So
2: darling, this is all that I can say. I'd rather be
1: alone and have you dream of me And have you say you're sorry
2: that we are alone.
0: I don't really make a habit of collecting bluegrass or country records, but when one comes along in nice shape that's of musical interest, I'll snap it up, as I did that record, and I'm mighty glad I did. From August 29th, 1953, Lester Flat, Earl Scruggs, and the Foggy Mountain Boys with I'd Rather Be Alone. That was issued on Columbia 21248. My copy is a white label DJ pressing in vinyl, so it's nice and quiet. You almost wouldn't know it's a 78, it sounds so good. Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs had played for several years with Bill Monroe's Bluegrass Boys in the mid-1940s, and then in 1948 they struck out on their own as a duo and soon added their backing band, the Foggy Mountain Boys. This record was made, as I said, in 1953, so about five years into their tenure as a duo. They would stay together, performing and recording up until 1969, when they parted ways over, I think, diverging views of the music— Lester Flat was always the traditionalist, but Earl Scruggs was open to more musical experimentation, so they finally took their music in different directions. But for over 20 years, they made some wonderful, wonderful recordings, including that one, I'd Rather Be Alone. And the truth is, I would rather not be alone today. I'm very glad to have your company here on the shellac Stack. If you're just joining us, welcome. I'm Brian Wright, and I'm spinning 78s of the 1920s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And uh, your company is always welcome as we listen to these records. And we're going to have fun today. I've got a nice hodgepodge of discs. We'll come back to some country things later in the hour. But up next, we're going to turn to organist Gaylord Carter. Back in the 1920s and 30s, he had accompanied silent films and then transitioned into radio in the 1930s and 40s and was active well into the 1980s, recording soundtracks for Video reissues of silent films. Here he is in the late 1930s recording on the C.P. McGregor label. This is actually, uh, well, it's a standard 78, but it was issued only to radio stations as part of a music library package for airplay. Gaylord Carter will play The Sheik of Araby. And then because it's such a good tune, we'll hear another rendition of The Sheik of Araby, recorded by the Quintet of the Hot Club of France, featuring Alex Combell. In Paris, September 1st, 1935. Some nice Django Reinhardt on this. Issued here in the States in the 1940s on the Joe Davis label, record number 8004. Two versions then of The Sheik of Araby, starting with Gaylord Carter. The next of 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 the next of
4: the next of 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 the The next of 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 the Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: fine performance of a classic tune. The label of Joe Davis 8004 credits the group as the quintet of the Hot Club of France, which is mostly correct. Most of the musicians on that record were drawn from the quintet of the Hot Club of France, but really the star was tenor saxophonist Alex Combell who led that record from start to finish. There were some nice flashes of Django Reinhardt on the guitar, and the label credits Stefan Grappelli as violinist, although (laughs) apparently whoever typed up the label couldn't be bothered to actually sit down for three minutes and listen to the darn record because there's no violin on it. Stefan Grappelli was present, but he was playing a virtually inaudible piano, which uh, you can hear a little bit of in the background here and there. That record was made in Paris, September 1st, 1935. And I should mention that Alex Combell uh, gets absolutely no credit on the label of this American issue on the Joe Davis label. Be that as it may a fine record. Before that, Gaylord Carter at the organ sometime in the late 1930s with his rendition of The Sheik of Araby on the C.P. McGregor transcription label, record number 1420. Back to the 1920s now, and a trio of big, spacious dance bands, beginning with Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, recorded in New York March 29, 1926. It's a tune written by Walter Ness and Ken Sisson. Ken Sisson, who was a house director over at the Brunswick label at the time. Anyway, the team paired up for Bell Hoppin' Blues, which Paul Whiteman gives us on Victor 20092. Then, from December of 1927, we'll hear Johnny Marvin, the uncredited vocalist with Victor Arden, Phil Oman and their orchestra, on a recording of Gershwin's famous Swonderful. My copy of this pressed in Australia on his master's voice 5527. And then to wrap up the set, from April of 1927, recorded in Liederkranz Hall in New York for that wonderful, big, spacious sound, we'll hear Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra with Hallelujah, Victor 20599. So, it may be a bit much to say roll back the carpets and have a dance with these numbers, but you can certainly do so if you wish. I'll be sitting back listening, and uh, however you do it, I hope you'll enjoy Paul Whiteman, Victor Arden, Phil Oman, and Nat Shilkrit.
3: Helps you
5: shoo the blues away When cares pursue ya, hallelujah Helps to shoo the blues away Now there's Satan lying awaiting And he's creating Grief and woe, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah And you'll shoo the blues away
0: From the musical comedy Hit the Deck, that was Hallelujah, played by Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra, with vocalist Franklin Bauer. I don't remember where exactly I got that record, but I do remember it was one of the first 78s I acquired as a kid, back when I was in elementary school, and it was one of the records that set me down the long path of collecting 78s, and I still have my original copy of Victor 20599 and despite some wear, it still plays rather well. It has a sticker on the label that says the record was originally sold by the Majestic Music Shop in Minneapolis. Quote, Where the dolls dance in the window. How's that for your slogan? (laughs) I don't know if they meant real dolls or real live people they were referring to as dolls. Uh, In any case, it must have been quite a display if they plastered that all over all the 78s that they sold. And somehow that record made it from Minneapolis to Southern Virginia, and then with me to Pittsburgh, and who knows where it will go from here. Before that, Victor Arden, Phil Oman, and their orchestra in 1927, swonderful, and starting the set in 1926, Paul Whiteman's orchestra, bell-hoppin' blues. If you'd like to write to me if you're enjoying the Shellac Stack, you can address an email to shellacstack at gmail.com. Send a note, tell me where you're listening to the program from, Just say hi or send along any questions, comments, or requests that you may have. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. Let's continue now with three vocalists who were very popular over radio in the early 1930s, beginning with Harry Frankel, who went by the name of Singin' Sam. He had come out of vaudeville and the minstrel stage, and by the 1920s was singing in a duo called the Two Blackbirds, in vaudeville theaters throughout the East Coast. He started broadcasting somewhat late, not until about 1930 when he appeared over WLW in Cincinnati, sponsored by the Great States Lawnmower Company. (laughs) And because they were his sponsors, he became known as the Lawnmower Man and eventually adopted the moniker Singin' Sam, the Barbasol Man, when Barbasol started sponsoring him. He broadcast for a few years out of New York, but decided he didn't like that city, and so he moved back to the Midwest where he was originally from. He moved to Richmond, Indiana, and spent pretty much the rest of his life there, though he did commute down to Cincinnati to broadcast regularly and uh, eventually would uh, take flights back to New York on alternate weekends to record some radio transcriptions there. But otherwise, he lived in Richmond, Indiana until he died of a heart attack in 1948. We'll hear Sing Sam do Got the South in My Soul, a song written in part by Lee Wiley. This one was recorded April 23rd, 1932. And then from September of 1931, we'll hear Kate Smith give us I Apologize, and wrapping up the set, Morton Downey with an Irving Berlin song, A Pretty Girl Is Like a Melody, one that he recorded in London in August of 1936. But starting the set, Singing Sam. <laughs>
6: Play your part.
5: I said goodbye, I'm sorry, from the bottom of my heart, dear, I apologize, if I caused you pain, I know I'm to blame, must have been insane, believe. got the love we knew. After all, we were more than friends. If I made you blue, I've had heartaches too. Now I beg of you, forgive. Aches too. Now I beg of you, forgive me.
7: marathon and run around your brain. You can't escape. She's in your memory. By morning, night, and A pretty girl is just like a pretty dude.
0: Well, back at the start of the program, I promised you a few more country records before the hour was out, and we'll turn to those now. First up, Hank Lachlan on a Blue Ribbon 78, one of those multi-track EPs from sometime in the 1950s. Hank Lachlan sings, I'm tired of bumming around. Then Hank Williams and his drifting cowboys give us (laughs) one of his big hits, Hey Good Lookin', and we'll wrap up the set after that with a little something by a singer who I can't identify No name is on the label of Dixie 515, yet another multi track EP. From 1956, we'll hear Sweet Dreams. Maybe some of you keen eared listeners will be able to identify the mystery vocalist. But starting off, a pair of Hanks. First, Hank Lachlan.
2: just can't settle down until I find the one I'm searching for. It's plain for me to see that my life won't be complete until I find the one I'm searching for. Now I don't know where to start to go, yet this aching in my heart will drive me on, I know, I'm tired of bumming around, still I just can't settle down, until I find the one I'm searching for. It's time I find the one I'm searching for I can't go on this way Just a-bumin' from day to day About the time I find the one I'm searching for Now I don't know where to start And I don't know where to go Yet this aching in my heart Will drive on I know I'm tired of bumming around still I just can't settle down until I find the one I'm searching for
1: something up with me hey sweet baby don't you think maybe we could find us a brand new recipe I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill and I know a spot right over the hill there's soda pop and the dancing spree. So if you want to have fun, come along with me. Say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Something up with me
0: I suspect that these days, most people first hear that song in the 1963 performance by Patsy Klein, which is how I first heard it, but the song was a hit first in 1956 for Farron Young, who recorded it for the Capitol label, and that's the version being copied here by our mystery singer on the Dixie label, record number 515. The tune, incidentally, was by Don Gibson. It's called Sweet Dreams. Before that, Hank Williams and his Drifting Cowboys in 1951, a record made in Nashville, Hey good lookin, and starting the set Hank Lachlan in the 1950s with I'm tired of bumming around. Let's turn back to some more typical shellac stag fare now <laughs> from the late 30s and early 40s. We'll hear some big bands beginning with Eddie Duchin and his orchestra, a recording made in Los Angeles August 23, 1940. Since we are now in the month of June, I thought we'd listen to something with singer June Robbins. The tune is Practice Makes Perfect. After that, Jimmy Livingston and his orchestra in May of 1940, with vocalist Jimmy Shepard, perform When It's Blossom Time in Caroline on the Varsity label, record number 8292. And then to wrap up the set, a swing instrumental by Vincent Lopez and his orchestra from May 5th, 1936. We'll hear Lopez Swing on the perfect label, number 6 07 14. Starting off the set, Eddie Duchin. <laughs>
5: time. If practice makes perfect, just close your eyes again. We'll try those sighs again and make them more sublime. We're in love's kindergarten learning from A to Z. And if it's fun just start think what it's gonna be. If practice makes perfect, let's have that kiss again we mustn't miss again we're not doing bad right now
1: Melody from the old homestead is
3: sung by Jimmy Shepard. When it's blossom time in old Caroline, I'm coming back to you. Little sweetheart of the Smokies, with a heart that is so true. There is just one thought in this heart of mine, the thought of seeing you. I miss your smiles and your kisses, pure to me as the morning dew. When it's blossom time in old Caroline, I know I'll find you true. They call it the land of the sky, and it must be up in the blue or oh, only near heaven could there be found a girl so loving kind and true when it's blossom time in old caroline i'm coming back to you
0: like we have time for one more record on today's shellac stack program so we'll turn from vincent lopez and his orchestra to the lightning fingers of ben light an old vaudeville pianist of the early 20th century who had a revival in his career in the late 40s and early 50s made scads of records for the tempo and capital labels we'll hear one of those tempo 78s now that finds ben light at the steinway accompanied by lloyd sloop on the nova chord pete dimaggio on bass Bill Marcus on drums and Jack Smith on the guitar. A nice, somewhat jazzy rendition of My Blue Heaven. For what they are i enjoy ben light's records but by the 1950s the world had become accustomed to the likes of art tatum and it always seemed to me that the moniker the man with the lightning fingers just didn't properly apply to ben light no matter what his name may have been in any case a nice little rendition of my blue heaven to close out this edition of the shellac stack my name is brian Wright. thanks so much for joining me this hour i hope you had fun and i hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it again Until then, be sure to tell your friends about the shellac stack, take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.